You're listening to a Vancouver podcast by Jocelyn and Colton. By Colton and Jocelyn. For two Asians born and raised in Vancouver. Living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing. About something. And about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city. And how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back. Listen up. And get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like. To live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hey, this is Colton. Hi, this is Jocelyn. And this is episode five. five. We the, did it. The big five. So now oh. we start taking this seriously. We're very serious today. <laughs> very serious. Yeah, I was thinking that, you know, what does that even involve being serious? Well, we have notes today. <laughs> we've never used notes yeah. in the past. Um, and now we've like queued up notes. Second, we have a game plan. We might go to social media with this. <laughs> but that's. Quite in the future. Very much in the future. Considering our fan base right now is zero. Well, well, I guess two if you count us. Okay, and Coleman, that's three. He listens to it. Matthew, four. Nope, haven't. But they are fans of ours. <laughs> a Big lot of fans. A lot of the Caucasians have been asking me to listen to it, and I'm just like kind of hesitant because I may have said some mean things about white people. Oh well, then I don't want my family to listen to it because I definitely said some crazy shit about them. Thank goodness for editing. Uh, well, the thing to go back about our Caucasian bashing—it's yeah. not so much bashing because it comes from like our own experience. That's true. So it's more like fact stating or experience, like storytelling. Storytelling. It's storytelling from a real life experience. So it's nonfiction storytelling. So, and but this is your own perspective of how you've interpreted that interaction with that person or but that race. It's not like a skewed perspective, is it? I don't think it's a skewed. It's your reality. It's your perspective. They may not understand it because they don't know yeah. what you've lived and what you've gone through too. So Ignorant white people. Yeah, shame <laughs> on them. Mm-mm-mm. Privileged white people. All right, Just so kidding. We're... we're a bit better this time, I think. It's only been three weeks. Three weeks? I think it was three weeks since, since we yeah, lasted so. it at the, was it the Vancouver yeah. Public Library? Yeah, this time we are not there because we weren't able to book one of the rooms, so. It was exactly <laughs> three weeks. Was June it? 7th, yes. Hot diggity. Look at us. We are so good. So we are in my apartment. There may be some kids screaming. That's mm-hmm. not because I kidnapped them. They're just having the really happy outside. Yeah, there's a playground right outside, so yes. they're playing. I am not a murderer. No, he is not. I can totally <laughs> vouch for that. But it is a very nice summer day yeah, in, so in Vancouver. Summer is finally here. Finally. Like, the last time we did a podcast, it was barely here. Yeah. And I it think rained that day, too. <laughs> you were going to go get your, your wedding dress. <laughs> not a wedding. <laughs> not, it's not a, a wedding. Your non-wedding wedding dress, dinner dress. Not a wedding. <laughs> yeah, but it was no luck at Zara. I hate shopping at Zara anyway. Yeah, you bought a jumpsuit instead. Yeah, I did from um, Anthropology. Which I'm still, like, thinking about returning. Oh, really? Yeah. You kept the tags on that? Savage. Well, it's easy to put back on. <laughs> I was thinking about keeping it. I'm not sure, because our return policy is amazing. What is it? It's, like, anytime you want. Anytime. As long as the tag's on, you have a receipt. That's what she told me. I was like, all right. How are I'm the... really going to think about this. <laughs> How are the tags applied? It's just, like, with a gun, but the tag, 
I guess someone had maybe like stretched it out or something because so it was like, like a distinct hole. <laughs> but I work in retail. We have guns at work oh, too. Yeah, so right. I can just. But you got to make sure that Swift Tack is like the same color as Anthropologies. The thing is, this one was an online sale. So it already kind of looked different uh-huh. from the other ones. <laughs> so someone had returned it. So. Well, will, well, you, wear, will you wear your, your non wedding wedding romper? I don't know. I haven't worn it yet. Maybe because in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm probably going to this. <laughs> I have a wedding to go to in a few weeks. So you're going to wear that? I was thinking about it, but I'm also singing at this wedding, <laughs> so I want to look like amazing. Yeah, but then that's how you're going to stand out. Because I'm wearing a romper. All them basic bitches are going to be wearing dresses, <laughs> but you're going to show up in rompers so and be like, Booyakasha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're wearing a dress? That's so weird. That's weird. But the thing is, it's at the Rosebud. Or, like, Georgia Hotel. The Georgia Hotel, yeah. It's, like, fancy. Is my romper not... Is it fancy? I don't know. You wore it to your non-wedding wedding dinner. Yeah, because it was a non-wedding wedding dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <'cause> Chinese restaurant. <laughs> the non-wedding wedding dinner is, like, the festivist for the rest of us. <laughs> right? Yeah. When you think about, like, the context of that dinner. Yeah. And the, and the meaning of festivus. <laughs> well, it's, like, it brought everyone together, but it's not really anything. But we're celebrating it. Exactly. So yeah, I guess we had a Seinfeld moment there. <laughs> Coleman did. I'm, I was calling it like a wedding dinner. It was like, it's not a wedding dinner. It's like, fine. He, it's just yeah. a dinner. But you can, but now you're saying it's not. it wasn't a wedding dinner. No, it's just a dinner. I just stand by my man. If that's what he's <laughs> calling it. I'll call it that too. I got you, Ruth. I got you. <laughs> I got you. You know I got you. So what was one of the highlights since we last met for you? Oh, let's see highlights eh gosh what did i do in between oh yeah my birthday <laughs> it was uh last wednesday so that was a highlight what did you do on your actual birthday coleman and i got tickets to watch the oh, oh yeah, here's the something <laughs> thank you for canadian's baseball game if you want to talk about like being in a situation where you're only around white people that's the place to go you're saying it was all white people it was all white people i counted not including workers i counted four Asian people or like someone outside of actually no I just counted Asian people this is all I saw maybe I saw one black guy it was like a family of three and then um a guy walking to the bathroom <laughs> all the Asian people I saw and then Coleman okay I guess I saw five. <laughs> oh those numbers seems to be growing <laughs> yeah I looked to my left and I saw Coleman I was like ah fifth Asian guy my brother yes my husband <laughs> um but yeah very white and i don't think like the friendly kind but i saw i don't know if you've ever felt this for like in a situation where it's like all white people it's just you and maybe somebody else who isn't white and you feel awkward there's like a feeling you get where <laughs> you're like a little bit uneasy yeah you don't really know what it is right it was kind of that do you know that feeling? You feel like some some KKK guy, KKK guy's just gonna come up and start like, or something, you? or like not even that. It's just like you don't feel comfortable, or it's not a welcoming environment. You just don't that. feel like you belong. Yeah, and I think that's what it was, and it's weird because I've been around white people before and like yeah. groups and groups of them, um, but that was like a weird feeling. And someone else was; they were also sitting in our spot, and they kind of <laughs> made like a thing about it because we also got there late. Yeah. How late were you? For work. Not that. We like got there maybe at like quarter to eight or something. And what time did it start at? 7.05. Oh, okay. 
Okay, baseball games are long. Yeah. So, like, that wasn't even halfway through the game yet. Right, right, right. So, Coleman's like, hey, um, I think you're sitting in our spots. It's like, these are your spots? It's like, yeah. What are they? It's like, one and two. These are one and two. He's like, oh. And she looks at her friends like, guess we're sitting in their spots. Like, oh, now we've inconvenienced you. (laughs) So, then I took it upon myself to just give him a good stare down. Yeah. That's what the numbers say. <laughs> exactly. That's what these tickets are for. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so every time, they, because they, like, kept ordering beers, too, I just came giving them looks. Like, you fucking drunkies. <laughs> Meanwhile, we come in, like, down, like, two, three ciders before we got in there. You're drunk. <laughs> you should be <Savage>. disgusted. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was the situation. But it was fun. It was overall, it was, like, a fun experience. I'd probably do it again. Yeah. It'd be better, like, in a group, I think. And the tickets were cheap. Oh, bonus. They had fireworks at the end of it. Does that always happen? No. It's, like, a special thing. What was the occasion? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They just have it sometimes. Like, so we went on a date, lucky for us, where they had um, fireworks. Maybe Coleman had the fireworks happen just for you. Mm. How romantic. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think he could pull something like that off. Probably, like, um, what are those? Oh, sparklers (laughs) sparklers <laughs> you could put that together like, like hey girl really i got easy. you something <laughs> surprise <laughs> yeah. i treat you good boo. i treat you good <laughs> oh what's behind your ear is that another one double sparklers <laughs> then he dances his way up yeah so do you feel like in that situation there was racism or yeah i, I don't want to i don't think it was racism it could be like something that's already been ingrained in me and that kind of stares and kind of like hostility i'm already associating it with that which is you know again that's like something you've understood in your history growing up and that's how it's been and maybe in that occasion it wasn't i'm just like projecting something but i didn't go in there thinking like oh they're gonna be fucking racist like all these white people are so racist yeah i went in there like Oh my gosh, this place is so magical. I feel like we're, you know, in Friday Night Lights or like in a small right, town yeah. and we all come together, watch the old local team play whatever, the out of state team. And you're wearing his, his leather, le- leather, uh, leather jacket. Yeah, leather jacket. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, that's what it felt like. It was like a really awesome vibe going in. And then we, you know, we got the hot dog, we got this, um, like, I got a Caesar. Yeah. Coleman got like a spike lemonade. And then that situation happened. And I was like. What you going to Yeah. I was like. I'm feeling a little bit of like hostility. And like, is it just me? Or is it because everyone here is white? <laughs> is very white. I think. Bridge and tunnel white. If you under- know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like that. So it's not like. I thought it would be like a bunch of hipster kids. Got some cheap tickets. Yeah. From East Van. Whatever. Um, but it was just like, it felt like bridge and tunnel white people. I think, yeah, it's like, I get where you're coming from and I get the hostility you felt and then the anger you felt in return from that hostility. Yeah. Um, not sure if you should blame it on racism, but you have a right to be mad, especially if she had that kind of. Like I've been, we've inconvenienced yeah, like, her after been, she stole our seats. It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to? Like, I paid for these seats. Should I go sit in the back then? Like your fucking nosebleed seats? Like, get the fuck yeah, out of here. That's like what it what is that kind of thing. Sorry, too much, too much blasphemy. <laughs> is it though? But yeah, no, I think it was more that I don't want to say it's like a racist thing. Yeah, 
But it was just like, if you're not white, you wouldn't get that feeling. So do you do you think that if a white person approached them, if say if you're white and you approach them? Oh, then, I think they'd be kind. You think? I really do. Like in your in your heart. Like, in yeah. my heart of hearts. Like, <laughs> in your heart of hearts. I feel like Coleman came off, like Coleman's a nice guy. Yeah. And he's very nice to yeah. like strangers. Yeah. So he wasn't being an asshole. Right. But the vibe they were returning was like hostile. So if I think they're kind, their people came up to them like, hey, I think you're sitting in our seat. It's like, you like, know you're in the Am I? Seat. It's like, oh my God. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, we're just going to move. There was like no apology. This yeah. is them just like, Okay, like I guess we're in their seats. Like, shut up. It's like, oh, how did you pay for your tickets? Yeah. All they had to do was move over. It was just happened that their friends had got the row in front of them. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to be like kind of directly behind them. Yeah. So now we've moved them over. So now they're just kind of like diagonally from yeah, each other in a they're sense. A yeah. little bit further apart. Yeah. That was it. Like even if they could have just been like, Oh, do you mind if we switch? Yeah, because like, like our friends like that, we just want to be like right, right, right by them. That would have been nicer than being like, I guess we have to move. Yeah, you know like I, mean? I get like, but <laughs> yeah. that's why there's assigned seating. There's just I there's guess. no there's no rationale behind yeah. her or there. Okay, so maybe seat. she's just stupid. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's I'm just, just dumb. gonna. It's not a race thing. She can't read numbers. Yeah, oh poor thing. I know, like, it's like public school system yeah, done her so wrong. Maybe you should be nicer to her. Oh yeah, maybe I should. You know, sometimes I do not come with the level of understanding that <laughs> some people just can't read my numbers. Bad. My bad. Okay, so that was like the highlight. It was like a really good um birthday week. That sounds like In a really general. good birthday week. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you for that. <laughs> Thank you. You, Thank you. You you did a good girl. I did good. You did I good. I did good. <laughs> um yeah, so How about you? What's going on with me? I think one of my highlights was I'm dating somebody right now. Mm-hmm. So the highlight, it was a really, it was a really nice highlight, actually. So we, he. Hold on, hold on. Like backtrack just a little bit. Yeah. Like, how did you guys meet? How oh, I don't know if I should be? air all that stuff. Well, because one thing is you mentioned how you use the apps. Yeah. I do use the apps. So okay, maybe fine. you don't have to get into like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like 20 dick pics. And then he's like, we're going to be friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, so that. Social media has benefited me in this one situation. Mm. For the time being, I met him on Tinder. Yeah. I swiped right. So I didn't tell him this yet. And I guess hopefully by the time he hears this, he'll know. But I was actually, my, my friend told me to be like, don't be picky, just swipe right to everything and then if you like them respond to them if you don't like them don't respond to them mm, that's that's fair so i swiped right to everybody and he he was one of the people that i matched i looked at his profile i well when i first saw his picture i was like i don't know if i'm into him but i was like let's read his profile and i read his profile and it was a really cool profile with he talked about his interests like what he used to do and stuff yeah and yeah i, I liked it so i messaged him and what was then, his photo like like why didn't you want to swipe right Wait, left? Wait, I forget. Left is no, right is left yes. Left is no. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Right is right. Right. <laughs> so, sorry, what was your question? <laughs> what was it about his profile picture that you were like, mm, I'm considering left? I don't know. It's just like that, was there that immediate traction, right? Um, but now I'm starting, yeah. In so, that second. Yeah. I'm now I'm starting to realize that maybe the, the, the chemistry is beyond just the immediate attraction. Totally. Okay, that's an example. I, I like a guy who looked homeless i met him at a cow this is before your brother it's probably like 10 years ago we met at a coffee shop he looked homeless didn't want to talk to him then um i saw him again at the same coffee shop then we got to talking and then it was like immediate spark i didn't even care that he looked like a homeless guy 
Even somebody like my coworker at the time asked me if he was a homeless guy. I was like, no, no, he has a job. <laughs> like, he works up the street. Somebody throws change at him. <laughs> he did have he did have holes in his shoes, but he was like, you know, like a musician. Yeah, or a struggling or, artist. Kinda. Yeah, a struggling artist. Yada yada yada. So, anyways. But yeah, no, I agree. So you're right. Anyways, where where was I going with? Oh yeah, so so you swiped right? Yeah, so and yeah, it was a media connection. Fast forward to I think it was like last last Monday or Tuesday. He invited me. Yes. To dinner. Hmm. So, Wait, so how long ago, how long, like, in between um, you swiping right and then dinner? About, that was, like, two weeks. Okay, so are you talking in between? Yeah. Okay. We've been seeing each other and talking in between, so, like, it's been consistent. Okay. So, he invited me over for dinner, we had dinner, and then I was like, and then he's like, oh, we should go for a walk. And I was like, great. So then, he lives in Kits, Kitsilano, yeah. so we went for a walk, grabbed, like, uh, booster juice because <laughs> i was like i need vegetables i need something so then we got that and then as we were walking back to his place you know where the kids pool is yeah the kids pool is this beautiful pool in kids yeah. that uses like salt water as well in their water mm-hmm. it's just like a beautiful outdoor pool right by the beach it's amazing but right in front of kids pool there's this thing called the kids showboat yes okay <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So every like I guess I can't I, every like, day or every Tuesday they have like performances Friday. yeah they have yeah. performances going on so as we were walking to Booster Juice which is like past the kid uh, kids showboat we were like we heard it and we're like oh we should go check it out and then on our way back we stopped and it was like this old this band like the seniors band that was playing always like old people yeah. or young people but it was so amazing like we sat down oh. they were playing like tunes like old school tunes broadway tunes okay and in the backdrop it was like this beautiful evening sunset and it was so magical i want to like record it or like snapchat or something but no i don't i just want to be in this moment and be present yeah. in this moment like i'm with this guy that i like yeah. I'm listening to this really great band, you know, this cool seniors band. It was just like, <laughs> it was just, every, yeah. everything was just so picturesque and perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Can't like, ruin it with your fucking phone. Yeah, like, like Snapchatting it, you know what I mean? And shit. Yeah. But the mountains in the back, the beach in the middle, the, the, the showboat right in front, the sun was setting, yeah. beautiful sky. You guys hunt right there. We hunt right just there. Kidding. I just <laughs> took my pants off. And I just he took out his, <laughs> his and it was like wow, and it was just like sloppy, <laughs> right sorry, in front of the not crowd. Sorry, <laughs> it was a good time, you know, <laughs> just doing all that gay stuff, gay sex stuff, some bum stuff <laughs> in front of the senior band, <laughs> yeah, exactly. singing show tunes. Yeah, totally. They were playing some uh, Joni Mitchell, some Stevie Nicks. Oh, you know fun. what I mean. Yeah. So Stevie Wonder, they were playing like everything, like just all these like show tunes and like old school tunes and it yeah. was just really, really cool. And yeah, it was one of those moments where I, was, where I was really, really thankful to like be living where I am, where I could, I could sit beside, I don't want to say boyfriend, but like somebody I'm dating and not have to worry if I'm going to get like killed. <laughs> yeah. If today is your last day. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like beat up because I'm gay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. It totally. was just I just felt really grateful and appreciated. So yeah, and that's awesome. Like, like just just to tie that in, right? Somebody was somebody asked me. They were like, "If you had a choice to be straight or gay, would you choose differently?" Hmm. And I thought back to that moment where I was sitting there watching that showboat thing, and I don't think I would make a different decision. I think I would. If I was straight, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. True. I wouldn't have the experiences or the perspective or. The awareness that I have today. So I'm really thankful for being gay in that sense. Yeah. It's a tough life, but it's, uh, how do I explain this? Just, it's a very powerful 
thing it's to rewarding. be. Yeah, it's rewarding. And it's it's a struggle, but it's nice to be in the time that I am where the struggle has a great reward at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from in terms of the highlight of my week. It was nice. It was the essence of summer. Hmm. See? I love summer love stuff. It is a summer love, isn't it? It is. But, but I guess everyone's kind of like in the mood for romance and how can you not though? Like we have the best sunsets yeah. in the world, I think sometimes. Oh man, on was it was it last Sunday? That sunset was beautiful. It was like that orange sky sunset. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you saw that. What was that Monday? Wait, yeah, what day is today? Is it Tuesday? Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Where am I? Where am I? Who am I? I'm Colton still. (laughs) What are we doing? Podcast. So, I guess, how long have you guys been going out then? It was three three weeks as of Monday. And that's another thing. I'm like, okay, when do you you have a talk? When do you make it official? Anyways, I find like the whole games and like rules and guidelines and... Doesn't it change like... When you reach a certain age, too, when you're like, I got no time for this shit. Yeah, exactly. So, like, or else, you know, it's like, you just stop caring about all the rules, too. Or you're just like, just let it happen. Yeah. It's like, whatever. But I've and, been through so many weird, disappointing guys that I'm, at this point, I'm just like, let's take it one day at a time and see what, see how far we go. Yeah. We don't have to declare anything or make anything official. I'm If you're happy being with me and I'm happy being with you, then let's not ruin a good thing and just keep it going. So long as we're just transparent with each other. Being at the age of I am and dating at the age of I am, I can say these kinds of things with confidence. Yeah, and it's not like a weird thing. It's like, oh my god, is he judging me? Yeah, it's like, exactly. Uh, I've been around long enough to be like, you know what? I'm not okay that you have seven other boyfriends. Yeah, totally. And that we're in an That's open relationship. kind of not normal and yeah. it's not what I want. So if that's what you're thinking, then say it now because I ain't got time for that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just being... Oh, that's just being honest. Yeah. Like, you, know, <laughs> you can't, like, fuck around with that kind of thing, especially, like, with, um, you know, feelings are on the line. Yeah. And it's not like I'm looking, I, I told him, it's like, I'm not looking to marry you or whatever. I just, I want to have something stable in my life. And if it lasts a year, then it lasts a year. But at least right now, we're having fun. And there's did you no... all that already? Yeah. Oh, you did? What do you say? He, he just smiled. He's like, yeah, like. That's what he wants too. I don't want to get into the details and the specifics. Man, I'll read like, like, more. <laughs> and, then, and then air the laundry. But anyway, yeah. that's kind of the gist of the situation. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I haven't even thought about, like, I think I've said this before, but like, imagine or even thinking about like dating this day and age. It's hard. It's complicated. Because it's like with, I think we talked about this, like with the swiping and the bumble and then the whatever other ways to communicate with each other. It's like, you feel like you have options. That's why it's really nice to meet this guy because in a world where dating is so complicated, he's very uncomplicated. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Could get messy fairly quickly. Yeah. Is he from Vancouver? He's from Alberta. Alberton. Little white boy. Cowboy. Bloody prairie white boy. Cowboy. <laughs> Hot diggity. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy for you. That's really exciting. Thank you. But anyways, let's not make this podcast about my love life. You know. And then what? <laughs> and then what? Uh, it's. I was listening to these podcasts, like all our podcasts, and yeah. I noticed that one we swear a lot. Yeah. But that's fine. I don't mind the swearing as long as it's like used tastefully. Yeah, I'm just saying like "fuck you." Yeah. I'm just saying like "fuck it." That's like very cool. Or like as an emphasis. Yes. To emphasize as an something. emphasis. 
But one thing I'm really trying to do is to not say like so much. Oh my gosh, I know. I say like a lot like right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really trying to be mindful of the words that I use. Mm. And like is one of those things that I'm trying to not use so frequently. So cash me. Also, cash me outside <laughs> cash as me well. Outside. <laughs> um, speaking of things you've noticed yeah. is uh, the podcast. I guess I haven't heard the last one. But the previous three, yeah, with the drinking and the drinking, yeah, um, I'm glad we're losing that too. Yeah, because <laughs> there's some things I said. And I'm like, why would I even say that? And I say things that are completely wrong or I mispronounce <laughs> things. And I'm like, do I sound stupid or do I sound drunk? Because some of them I don't even sound like I'm drunk. I just sound like I'm stupid. Yeah. So I I want to. It sounds less stupid. <laughs> less stupid. Is sort of where I'm less at stupid, right more now. intelligent, <laughs> and less drunk. But there is alcohol in kombucha. Oh yeah, we are drinking kombucha. Yes, I'm drinking Rise's mint and chlorophyll kombucha. What are you drinking? I'm drinking GTS Synergy. This is a uh, guava goddess. <laughs> How fitting! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are realized. a guava goddess. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call you going for, Guava Goddess. Guava Goddess, yes. <laughs> I am from the Philippines, and I am a goddess. Hot diggity. That's Hot great. Hot diggity do. I got to say, well, okay, before we go okay. on to, like, our topics, I got to say one thing that was pretty fucking funny. What? Oh, two things. I have two things to say. Oh, I love two fucking okay, things that I know, this is totally sidetracking right now, but based on our uh, previous recordings, you know how we don't help people? Like, when we're walking down the street, and some people, some people approach us, we just... I don't know, for me, I'm not a super opening to like, giving people help. Yeah. <laughs> so when we were walking back to my apartment, and that, <laughs> <laughs> and that lady was like, hey, 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 and we just kept walking. <laughs> like, she cannot be talking to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then finally, we're like, okay, I think she said, hey, enough, that she's talking to us. <laughs> and then we turned around. I was just on the verge of saying, I don't have change. <laughs> like, sorry, no change. Because she did kind of look a bit like... Oh, totally. Ratty. Yeah. But I know, so bad of me to say that, but mm-hmm. I was immediately quick to judge and say, sorry, you're not change. <laughs> okay, given the circumstance too, we are in Gastown. We are really close to like the downtown east yeah. side. And this is close to a sky trade where they frequent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's somebody standing out there asking for change already, right? Yeah, totally. There are a few people there. Plus, she wasn't clear in who was waving. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, hey. She's like, hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> someone knows you. Someone's waving at you. And we uh, turn around, and there's a guy, like, begging <laughs> for change. And then another guy in a wheelchair. And I was like, I don't fucking know them. <laughs> it's like, bitch, are you high right now? <laughs> I don't have anything, okay? So quit telling me somebody's waving. You want waving. my chicken? Is that <laughs> what you want? Do you want my green salad? <laughs> You're not taking these snack bars though <laughs> yeah we're splitting that <laughs> but yeah so i thought that was i thought like how seren not serendipitous but how how ironic is it yeah. that we talked about this in our previous and podcast we totally episode, do it and we totally did it <laughs> and in fact there was somebody inside that restaurant that i knew yeah and we <laughs> zoomed past it we weren't looking and i think it was like tinted so yeah really like look in totally so yeah in in my defense there were a few variables that kind of prevented me from thinking in a more rational way. <laughs> but I just thought it was hilarious. Like, mm, <laughs> walk faster, Colton. <laughs> it's like, stop talking to us. Go away. 
And then Nadia's like, thank you, but it was so long past, she's already gone. And she's like, stupid Asians. Yeah, fuck, you guys don't know anything. I'm being nice to you. (laughs) Exactly. That was first. And the second thing was, I also thought back to that podcast in that episode. And when I was walking home one day, I saw these two (laughs) two white people, like, looking at a map. And I was like, okay, they're white, they're old, it's safe. And they look confused. And I was like, do you need help? And they actually did need help. They They needed to know where the Met Hotel was. Oh, and I was like, just them. yeah, I helped them. That, that's a good feeling right there. And you're like, pat on the back, pat, I'm a good person. Yeah. And then today you're like, oh, leave me alone, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I feel bad. Like I just, I just counteracted what I, what I did. Now you're back to like some somewhere negative. I exactly. think you haven't brought it back to zero yet. Totally. Sorry. So I that's just... a challenge then for the both of us. Yeah. Because I'm the same. I live. I work in Gastown. Yeah. Crazies come in all the time. Totally. I, I'm like, I don't believe you can try on shoes. Yeah. But I'm going to give you these shoes to try on. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to give me a card that doesn't work. And we're going to fucking all play along in your exactly. funny little game here. Yeah. And I called out like, Gastown security sometimes. <laughs> like, there's a crazy man in here. And then he starts yelling at me like, I, are, I have more money on my T4 than you do. <laughs> like, called me a gorilla. <laughs> he called you a gorilla? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Why? they also made fun of my ripped jeans, which is very stylish ripped what did jeans, you say? by the way. Called me a gorilla. With ripped jeans? Yeah, he's like, oh, you can't afford jeans. I've got more money in my T4, because like, he was lingering in the store. Yeah. He was getting comfortable on the couch. He wasn't responsive to us. Yeah. I called Gaston Security, and then he lost his shit. Did Gaston Security get there? Yeah, he's like, hey, how are you doing? And then he was like, you gorilla, I earn more money than on the T4 has more money on it than you do. <laughs> you should have been like, you're probably right, but I'm not the one sitting in a shoe store. Yeah, I just didn't say anything because he kept staring. He knew it was me. He's like pointing right at me. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Here, have a high chew. <laughs> I'm holding the phone. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. It's like, oh, you're here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see you now. <laughs> Yeah, so scared he was going to come back and do something. You can take him on. You're a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Your baby. Exactly. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to some topics. So I'm not sure if you saw or read up on this about that uh, University of your Virginia student who was in North Korea. Okay. Um, March 2016. Right. He, I think it was in his hotel. He tried to steal some propaganda stuff right, from right. North Korea, which is like huge no-no. You're not respecting uh, their country. Yeah. And then he was sentenced to 15 years of hard labor back in March 2016. What does that even mean, hard labor? I think he just has to like, <laughs> when I imagine hard labor, I see him with like one of those pitchfork things. <laughs> what is that hammer thing? And it looks almost like a boomerang. The like sh- a scythe? Yes. And he's just beating on a rock like for 15 years. A pick. An anvil. A pick. It's like a pick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's not, let's, we want to sound more intelligent. Oh my gosh, rewind. <laughs> I'll try to say like less. Yeah, so, so I, was, I, was, I was reading on that article too. Uh, his name was Otto Warmbier. Yeah. He was on a New Year's Eve tour in North Korea en route to Hong Kong. He was there at a party in North Korea. Yeah. Okay, so that already says a lot right there when he's on a New Year's Eve tour in North Korea. On so route. what had happened was he apparently, um, he went to what was just for staff, that floor. Yeah. 
And then he attempted to take down a propaganda sign. Um, there's cameras like all throughout that floor and yeah. you can see him trying to bring it down. Right. And then what North Korea charged him with was a hostile acts against the state. So he had a, an hour trial okay. and then he was sentenced. But before he received his sentence, there's a video of him just like crocodile tears crying. And I, in my heart, believe that he probably would leave soon. So it's here. It's like, I'm really sorry. He was just like. He's like, yeah, I know I'm going to get out of yeah, this. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't sincere. It didn't come works. off as sincere. Right. And then he didn't. And then his family didn't hear from him until um, like three weeks ago. Right. And then this is where like, oh, he's now in a coma. And they said he'd been in a coma since like since he'd been in jail or since his sentencing. And they said it was from a type of poisoning. And they also gave him like a sleeping pill. But no one like heard from him or knew what had happened. Right. And then two weeks ago. So what is that? Like June 13th, June 12th or something like that. They contacted the US and said, hey, we're going to send him back home. He's in a coma. He's been that way almost the entire time he's been up here. Right. Um, and we're like, yeah, we gave him a couple of sleeping pills. And like, I forgot what it's called. It's sort of the B. I think you get the poisoning from um, processed foods. Oh, okay. And like, um, that's an aluminum can. And they said, No, B. B. Bumble B. <laughs> <laughs> B. <laughs> um, B. And that was the poisoning. So. Boogers. Yeah. They just, <laughs> they gave him just a bunch of boogers. Line. <laughs> they all started lining up. Flicking it right at him. Now right that's what I job. call 15 years of hard labor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So now you're going to feel shitty Sorry. about this. They do a bunch of tests. He's not poisoned. Oh. And recently, like less than a week ago, he passed away. So it wasn't boogers. <laughs> as first suspected. <laughs> I know we shouldn't be laughing. We shouldn't. That. But that's what brings me to this next article. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of. The landscape of it. And if you can remember last year, a lot of crime that white males were uh, doing. Was that like that story in, in France where that girl like killed her roommate or something like that? Oh my gosh. See, that's like another thing. So it's like this ongoing thing of yeah. Americans doing bad things and then being able to get away with it right, with right. like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And I think this is maybe the first one who didn't really get away with yeah. it. Yeah. He was punished for his acts. 15 years. Can you 15 imagine? Years. You know what? You go, you're a visitor. You should respect. You should respect. Totally. And especially a place or a country like, like North Korea, you yeah. don't fuck around. Totally. It's not a common place to go to for vacation. You no, know what I mean? this so is not a vacation. There, yeah. This is like a school trip. Maybe it's going to help them. Was it a school trip? Yeah, it was, right? He went with his school. Well, I think he was going there for a new... It's a New Year's Eve tour, I think, right? And then after that, he was going to Hong Kong. And then... That's a privilege, too, to be in North Korea. Not everyone gets to go there. Exactly. I just want to know why he did what he did. You thought he could get away with it. Mm -hmm. Americans can get away with almost everything. Get away with what? So he can take that home as a souvenir. Is that what he wanted to do? Well, why would he... Why else would you take something like that? He probably knew the rules going in. I you can't steal from a hotel in North Korea. I don't think you need a rule book to tell you that. It's not just that. anything. You're stealing propaganda. Yeah. That's a trophy for him. Like, hey, look what I got to bring Did home. you really think you'd get away with that? Well, I guess he didn't. <laughs> he, did. Well, he did. He, he thought he, he could. Did, but he didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Right. Um, okay. So that's like the backstory of it. That's right? the backstory of it. And... You know, when I was watching it too, I felt that way. You can't just go into some foreign country and then do what you will, yeah. do what you want. Yeah. And then he's on trial and then it's crocodile tears and then we didn't hear from him. So in my head, I was like, ah, good riddance. Like he deserves to be punished 
for not following the rules or the law in Korea. Yeah. North Korea. Um, so then article comes out, he comes home. I was still kind of like, oh my gosh, like that's some crazy shit. Yeah. But there, I didn't have a lot of sympathy still. Right. Maybe because in my head too, like he comes back, he's in a, in a coma. He was responsive in terms of like blinking. Yeah. That sort of thing. The sciences in America is probably way better than North Korea. Right. He just sort of bounced back from that. Uh-huh. He did it. But I still had those kind of feelings like, meh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. 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 They're always fine. Right. Wait. <laughs> American, young, he's 22 years old. Uh, was 22 years old. He'll be fine. But he wasn't fine. Right. And he, um, and he passed away two weeks ago. Right. Two weeks ago. So this next article I saw, which I can understand and not understand why a professor would say this. So this is the University of Delaware. They're distancing themselves from a professor after she said about the college student um, that he got exactly what he deserved. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, preach. Are they distancing themselves from her because she said the wrong thing? Or is it because... It's such a sensitive subject that if they agreed, there'd be even a bigger backlash against the school itself. I think that's both. This is a university. You're supposed to be teaching maybe more so than just academics. And then you've got a teacher who's saying like, yeah, like good riddance. Yeah. He did get exactly what he deserved. Which is what you were saying. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I agree. I fully agree. I feel yeah. that way. But I feel like there's a part of that too where it isn't humane to treat someone like that. I don't know what happened behind closed doors or if he was tortured or what. He experienced so much trauma that he became comatose. And it wasn't long after his trial. So they said it was like, I think two days or something after his trial. So like what had happened in that time span. But then also for them not to reach out for help, they did it almost like in the very last minute. They're like, he can't die on North North Korean soil. Yeah gotta like send that boy back <laughs> and let him die there yeah because it's gonna be far worse if he dies in our custody yeah totally and i think that's how they were able to like kind of wipe their hands clean from yeah. that but you know what i don't think that professor is entirely wrong no and i think it's kind of ridiculous i'm curious to know what the trolls on the internet were saying did they agree with her no see i saw this in the national post and i don't think they allow comments and it's probably a good thing too because there's some angry angry people out there but what's really sad is you know his parents too i don't know anything about them or his upbringing but this is like person say was typical of a mindset of a lot of young white rich clueless males it's entitlement it's typical example of this entitlement that some white people have where they think they're above it you're in a foreign country in a completely different type of government your presence has no meaning you know so you should respect people's cultures i feel like sometimes they feel like they're above it because they're white and i I think you're absolutely right too and especially being american america's the way America's great. They're already feeling superior to others that they can always look the other way to the rules because of whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I think that you're right. She did sum it up in the most perfect way. Mm-hmm. They're clueless. I, they're rich. They're white. They're kind of, male. This was the National Post. Yeah. The National Post is a Canadian newspaper. Yeah. But this was in West Virginia. This is, yeah. Oh, he went to the University of Virginia. I don't know if he's actually from there, though. Well, so that professor isn't from there. No, the professor yeah. is um, Delaware. I hope that she didn't get fired for her comments. It didn't say anything of her being dismissed. They're like, no, what they the school said was this does not reflect the school's values and are particularly distressing. So they're not saying they're against 
what the teacher said. Yeah. They just said, it is a distressing situation with that comment. That's tough. So sad, man. He was only there for 17 months. He was I feel bad for him, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. They're pretty vicious over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing to fuck with, <laughs> totally. for sure. Have you not seen that Seth, uh, Seth, that <laughs> Seth Rogen? And... Ugh. Uh, no, I haven't. That looks like a terrible movie. Like, I feel bad for talking ill of him because he's dead now, but let that be a lesson. <laughs> let that be a lesson to you. But maybe that's also, they've made an example now. So exactly. If you want to come visit say. our country. You better fucking not... Take down a, yeah. a propaganda poster. You better not steal from us. Yeah. You better obey the the signs. Staff yeah. only. <laughs> exactly. You don't look like staff. <laughs> no doubt. You know, you don't respect it, you get some boogers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you're going to eat all of mine. And exactly. I've got a cold. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they're wet. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, right. We're mature. Oh, we're totally mature. <laughs> but okay, to be more serious yeah. about that. That is a culture all in itself of totally. being American. Totally. Holier man. than thou. Why? Exactly. Um, and it doesn't help that I think the President Trump uh, supports that. And yeah. I feel like they've got more. They're trying to bring it back to that holier than thou. Yeah, but like because they've got their president, like the president's got their back. It's like, I can fucking do anything. I'm going like to be justified. fucking racist at the Target. <laughs> I'm going to yell at an Hispanic woman at the Walmart. Totally. They don't give a shit anymore. I just don't understand the logic behind that. Lack because of they exposure. maybe they grew up with that that mindset too. Totally. We won't understand that because we're not white or male or American. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like the white people in Canada yeah. are self righteous to that degree. No, I don't. Sure, think I'm so like at maybe all. there's like a few, a handful of them, maybe. Yeah, for sure. But they're the minority. I think a lot of America, we focus on certain areas of America that define the stereotypes. You know, you have like the East Coast New Yorkers. Yeah. You have the West Coast Los Angelinos. Yeah. And then you have Middle America. And everything Middle America is more the majority, but majority in terms of like population. But yeah. and from a media exposure, you get more than New York and you get more of like, like the, West, the Coast. West Coast. Yeah. So it's hard to imagine that America is not a racist country just based on what the media shows you when in fact it is. It is. Like how long ago was the, I think it was like two years ago where there was the shooting Trayvon. Oh yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Um, was that in Florida? I think so. Yeah. And he only had Skittles in his pocket. And then you hear about that and it's like, what the hell? That George Zimmer guy shot a kid. Yeah. And then he was off. Like He, he ran though, right? He, like, is that what they said? He ran. Yeah, they said him? he ran away. I wasn't there. There's no cameras on their like vests yeah. or anything like that. So yeah. it's like he said, she said, and Trayvon's gone. So he can't defend himself. But anyways. George Zimmer got away with it. He was not guilty. Like, how can that even be? And then now, after that, we started to see, like, more videos emerge from those situations right. of, like, cops acting badly. That's, like, me putting it in a nice way. Would you say most of them are white cops? I think a good portion of them are. Well, a lot there of them are... you go. <laughs> a lot of them are trigger-happy, too, it seems. I mean, this that Trayvon is just one of many things that have happened. Let's just say I'm thankful to be living in Canada. Oh, amen, brother. Me, too. Should we move on to our second issue? The second one will, like, hit... I think a little closer to home. <laughs> yeah, it's in our in our home and native land. Home and native land. And as Canada celebrates 150 years. We're only 150. We're just little babies. We're just little babies. Um, and we're multicultural and we're proud of that. Yeah. And uh, this woman in Mississauga is also proud of that. That's correct. 
Well, she's more proud of uh, being uber racist. (laughs) That's for sure. Did you see the video of this white woman in Mississauga demanding for a white doctor? No, I haven't. That does not work there. There's no (laughs) white doctors in this clinic. But I've been wanting to watch it and saving it. But I read the article. Oh, you did read the article? Yes. So this woman, she is being filmed. Yes. Just screaming in a clinic. Right. Demanding she see a white doctor. Who doesn't have brown teeth, (laughs) speaks English. Yeah, at the local walk-in clinic. Yeah, because her son was having chest pain or something like that. But, uh... It's a good thing somebody caught it on tape. Yeah, no one would believe that, I think. Even I, I always think we're so... I'm not saying we're not racist, but I, I think we're not to the extent of the States. And then I see a video like that, that's as close as... That white woman yelling at the Hispanic woman at the Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's bad. This woman is racist. So the article says, when staff tell her that no such doctor is available, the woman gets angry and at (laughs) one point says, being white in this country, I should just shoot myself. (laughs) I don't really get that. she sounds American. Being white in this country, I should just shoot myself. Because it's over for her. (laughs) She's like, "I I can't even, I'm a white person. There's no white people around anymore. This is what I'm... My interpretation of it. She's like, I might as well just die then. Can't get the help I need. That's I saw, shameful. And she says, I saw a doctor that was not white. That did not help my kid. I would like to see a white doctor. You're telling me there isn't one white doctor in this whole entire building? <laughs> what difference does it make? It's, she must have been in some kind of weird Okay, so panic. if, yeah, exactly. Her son's having problems breathing. Yeah. She, she needs like, he's in dire need of help. Right, right, right. She's not getting what she wanted out of that situation she had expectations and now they're not being met yeah but what was your justification that a white doctor is gonna make, make a difference exactly i went to see a white doctor and he was kind of sexist yeah <laughs> he was sexist and he was kind of rude but the sad thing about our current medical system he was probably one of the nicest doctors i've met <laughs> in the last little while really like in the last maybe year that's all which maybe is he so- was racist against asian people well, he was actually, he was accepting new patients. And I was like, before I'd even started, I asked, I was like, hey, um, I understand you're accepting new patients. Right. Is this something we could, like, I could see you on a regular? He's like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And he joked around. He's like, are you going to be sick a lot? And I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Okay. Like, what's wrong? Like, he was very, like, jokey. And I thought that was nice. And then he said a lot of kind of, like, sexist things. Yeah. Like, I have a foot injury right now, and I need to now get a bone scan. My current doctor, she's shitty. So she didn't want me to even have a bone scan. And I've dealt with this injury since February. Oh, my God. So I can't, like, barely put weight on my foot. Like, it's pretty bad. I don't understand why it's so hard for her to let somebody go get an x-ray or... So I got an x-ray. Didn't even call me back. Anyways, whatever. She's a shitty doctor, and she doesn't care. So this guy's like, hey, that's a serious part of your foot. Let's get you a bone scan. And meanwhile, you're not going to like this, but we might have to put tape on your leg and your sh- um, around your your ankle. So I'm like, okay, why is that bad? It's like, oh, because then, well, I guess it's only bad if you're a guy because you have hair on your legs. And I was like, I don't shave my legs. <laughs> well, I like, got news okay. for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing he says, like, oh, and I've got really bad news for you too. You can't wear heels. I was like, that's cool because I don't wear heels. <laughs> what like, else you got? Come on. Yeah, come on. what else? What else? I don't shave my armpits either. <laughs> Just kidding, I do. It's like, <laughs> and finally, 
you can't have a vagina. <laughs> you're like, damn it. And you're like, that's okay because I have one of these. <laughs> Just slap it on the table. How do you like them apples? <laughs> exactly. But this also ties into an example of everyday racism that's resurfacing. And because we are the the, the younger sibling to U.S. in a sense, you yeah. know, we li- we're like neighbors. She's saying that some people are pointing to the election of U.S. President Donald Trump making people feel more comfortable saying things they normally wouldn't. But she thinks there's a more important factor, perceived multiculturalism or the assumptions by some Canadians that racial minorities are already treated equally across the country. So people think that because we're Canada that everybody's equal in terms of minority, but the reality is it isn't. Yeah. So when these white people think, oh, we're all equal anyways, I can say whatever the fuck I want because in the U.S. they're doing the same thing. But the reality is that's not the case. It just means that we're racist. And then she says, I think people are feeling that there's a little bit more space now to question who is in positions of power, who's actually getting the jobs, these sorts of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of ties back to the previous article where white people feel privileged. Yeah. They feel entitled, you know, and the fact that we're all on equal playing level now, they don't like that. Yeah. We're, we're not holier than thou anymore. You're stealing my job. Yeah. You're stealing my money. Go back to your country. Yeah. We don't need you around You're here. You're stealing my chiclets. You're yeah. stealing my Skittles <laughs> and I don't like it. So therefore... I don't want to work with you. I don't want to give you money anymore. Yeah. And this girl is a prime example of that whole, I want a white doctor. Being being white in this country, I should yeah. shoot myself. And I like that she put it out in that kind of mindset, you know, because it's very true. When the, when the playing field shifts, you see the true kind of perspective of the white folk at play. Oh, totally. Very true. Stealing my job. Like, yeah. what job? You know? I don't see you working in that industry. Yeah, are you a doctor now, yeah. lady? <laughs> exactly. Like, give it up. Yeah. And what makes you think that it was your job, your shit to begin with? Exactly. Okay, so our prime minister, isn't his cabinet 50-50? So he's already, like, setting a tone. That's probably, like, one good thing about yeah. Trudeau there, is, like, setting a tone for equality. There's Sikhs, there's Asians... There's First Nation. Yeah. It is a modge podge of totally. our our country. Yeah. Going back to her saying about she's looking for a yeah. white doctor, like totally. at St. Paul's Hospital, I think the majority of the doctors are not white. They're, I, what was it? Last time I was there, I just looked at my thumb and it was like maybe two white doctors there that were on and the rest were all different yeah. races. And I think that, sorry, I just, I really agree with everything that she's saying right now. Yeah. And she's saying um, that this, this backlash, like I feel bad because I feel as if I'm saying white people are bad, but that's not the case because there's just this, I have a lot of white friends. Yeah. I'm dating a white guy. Yeah. I'm not saying I hate them. No. I just think... There's certain types of white people that are ruining it for everybody. And they're ruining it for the mass majority of the white folk. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so she's saying, um, in response, the minorities are probably going to have to revert to demonstrating their credentials by saying things like, look, I went to school for this for a long time and I did this sort of especially. Like, the fact that we would have to justify why we have the job that we're doing now. Yeah. When we really don't have to. It's like, why do I have to... A white person doesn't have to yeah, do that. exactly. She goes on to say, um, they're legitimizing not just their place in their professional workplace, but their place within Canada. To say, look, I actually belong here and I have the right to practice my profession. And it's so true. Sometimes I feel like I need to justify 
rewind, reset. Like when you went to when you went to go watch that baseball game, and the fact that you noticed that you're the only Asian person there, it's almost like you have to justify why you were there in a sense. Yeah. Or why you deserve those seats. <laughs> why they are my seats, other yeah. than I paid for them. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's a little more effort to like not prove your worth, but I don't know your stay. Yeah. Like this is maybe it is worth your value here. Yeah. Like for me, and those seats are they belong to me. I yeah. paid for them. Yeah. They're my right. I'm sure. Well, like, and, like I want to give that person the benefit of that she wasn't acting that way because. Yeah, I hope so too. Like I don't want to think that, and I want to give them the benefit of that they just didn't want to give up their seats. I guess you can easily turn everything into racist uh, perspectives, but if you're wearing the racist goggles and you think everyone's against yeah. you, you're gonna see everything as like a race yeah, thing. Totally. That guy didn't give up his seat for me because yeah. I'm Filipino. Yeah. Or something. That you know. guy didn't give me my change because I'm Filipino. And I don't want to have to revert to the, to that kind of perspective just because, I because, think, because of my color. I think and, in general, I don't feel like I think that way. No. If anything, I think it's a gender thing. Sometimes yeah. like when I'm working at the store, yeah. older gentlemen will talk down at me. Yeah. And I'll be like, fine, I'm not even going to help you. Yeah. They're like, okay, get that out of the way. Get it in. Like, it's like, get the fuck no. out of here. Like, you don't talk to people like that. Yeah, so I just leave them alone, and then I wait till they leave. Like, yeah. I'm not rude to them. Yeah. I just don't need to be in that space. Yeah, I don't need, like, sorry, I don't get paid to, like, put up with your kind of chauvinistic attitude. Yeah, because I don't think they treat Troy that way. Yeah. And I think it's more of, like, a gender thing than it is a race thing. Totally, and I think the way how you feel about being female is similar to the way I feel about being gay, where I, it's either, oh, it's because I'm Asian, or it's, oh, it's because I'm gay. That's why they're being the way they are. Or I have to, like, uh, upplay my, my, my masculinity just so that they'll give me more respect. Does that make mm, more sense? It does make more sense. So, yeah. Because I think, stereotypically, you hear gay, you hear fruit, you hear fairy. These are all very, like, feminine yeah. kind of adjectives. Yeah. You don't say gay and then you're like, oh, muscle man. <laughs> Unless you said bear. But, okay, then that's a different connotation. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. gay, big guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you don't think that right off the bat. I think that because I think I use that as a form of justification or just a reason why I have to kind of change who I am, something must have happened for me to automatically think that. You know what I mean? It's It's justified. Does that yeah. make sense? No, because you're, this is, again, your perspective, your life. There's things that in your life that you've learned from. Or something that has happened, you know, that yeah. to cause me to react. It's a, or a historic thing. Yeah. So if it never happened, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to. You have no reason to. Yeah, Like exactly. you would never know how that even feels like. Like same for you, right? Like you wouldn't have that kind of attitude toward that customer if. You, it's true. You know that I mean? happened today and I was kind of mad. Yeah. But he was. I already know, you kind of know the type too. Yeah. He's probably like, you know, a head honcho of his group or his yeah. business or whatever. Um, you see it a lot in the clubs who... Douchebag guys. Douchey guys who are entitled or feel entitled or privileged. And because they have money. They have Exactly. That's a huge thing. It's a money thing. So they want to be let in in the front ropes. Yeah. Even though there's a huge crowd, they still want to go there. Even though there's no one on this side... That's also a guestless line or VIP table line and no crowds. Yeah. They want people to see they're going through the front. It's like, it's like a big like cock show in a sense. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, dude, the door's closer on this side. Yeah. It's like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get him to get me through the front. It's like, whatever. I'm not even going to fucking help you. I know. It's like this kind of egotistical, I'm a man, I got money, look at how yeah. big my dick is. When in fact you have a small little dick and you're disgusting. Yeah. 
You're not a size 10, dude. Yeah, I know right. where the folds are on those shoes. You're an eight. That's a size eight foot right there. But yeah, anyways, that's kind of how in a sense there's this like resurfacing of uh, racism yep. coming out of this whole we're all equal thing. And it's all spurred yeah. by Caucasians. But I feel bad because I don't want to generalize all Caucasians are like that because they're not. No, we're not. We're not. I don't think we're generalizing. No. We're just noticing that in the world with smartphones, this could have been happening this whole entire time, but now there's accountability. Yeah, exactly. It's like you ne- can't get away with yeah. shit like that. You might have been able to do that before, but now I know. And they try to like find her and like get her to talk about it or like, okay, let's hear your side of the story. Here's your chance to avenge yourself. And they couldn't find her. Of course not. She's in hiding. Yeah. And then she's like, why did I even freak out? But also you have to understand maybe if you're a mother or a parent, you can understand that desperate, like this brown doctor didn't help me. I'm back again with my son. I want somebody else and I want someone I can recognize. Uh, Yeah, like I like that you're playing devil's advocate in that sense. It can be argued though that the fact that you thought a white doctor could be the, the, yeah, the saving grace of that yeah. is ridiculous. That doesn't make sense at all. Why don't you go to a different clinic then? If it's that much of an issue, there's hospitals you can go to, there's ER rooms. Oh, that's true. You know? Yeah, she had options. And yet you go back there to the same doctor and you're claiming that because it's a brown doctor with brown teeth. That's yeah, why. Yeah, but doesn't speak English, so she wants all these things. If he couldn't speak English, he wouldn't be working there. Like, yeah. let's be honest here. Clearly. Even if he did get his degree, say, overseas, they still have to come here. And prove themselves. Yeah, and go through the process again. Like, totally. that's the same with nurses. They can't just come here and be a fucking nurse. Totally. So the fact that she said that just goes to show how racism is ingrained in her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she should be embarrassed. I, I would be so embarrassed. And the fact that she was caught on the video. Yeah. Like, how can you go out in public again? And then, like, go to... Sorry, I said like again. <laughs> I don't even notice. It. I, it sounds normal to me. <laughs> like, being who you are now, you're going to have to hide in public until people move on from this. Yeah. But, until some other white racist lady or man yeah, but shows himself. There will be so many non-white people who won't forget that. Like, if I saw her face and I saw that video, I would remember her and be like, oh, that's the bitch... That wanted a white doctor. Yeah. I guess I'm not going to help you then. You know yeah, what I mean? totally. Sorry, I'm not white lady. Can't yeah, help you. Exactly. Can't help you in this situation. If she was smart, she would have done some kind of public apology about it. It wouldn't wipe her slate clean. No. But it, at least it will allow her to go back in public again. She's going to get humanize her too. a little yeah. bit because maybe she comes from like a mother. My son cannot breathe. Yeah. No one's helping. The last doctor did not help. Totally. And this is like a desperate plea. Like I just needed something different. And then maybe she just paraphrased it like incorrectly, completely incorrectly. Yeah, totally. It, unfortunately, she <laughs> chose the wrong words at the wrong totally time. Totally used the wrong words. But that doesn't justify what she said. Yeah. There were many of other things that she could have said. That oh, weren't totally. as offensive as what she said. And the fact that it's out in the open, it's public, people know her face, yeah. they know what she said. She's going to have a really tough time, I feel like, getting around. It's on Facebook. Nothing can be deleted off Facebook. Yeah. So... Nothing will ever die on Facebook. And I like that, though. I Like, that is a good example of how you can't get away with that shit anymore. Yeah, no. It's living in a multicultural uh, country like Canada. Yeah. No, not going to happen. You need to be held accountable. I'm yes. sorry, lady. You crazy. Yeah, exactly. You may be the entitled white person, but you're not the ma- you're not the majority anymore. Yeah. Actions so, speak louder than words. No so soup for you. Them. Yeah, exactly. No soup for you. Mm. No curry soup for you. No curry soup no for you. Mo- no more butter chicken. Mm-mm, say no goodbye, more, non no bread. More, <laughs> no more spinach naan. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. No more. And I'm sure the Chinese will feel the same way. Yeah. No and more sweet and sour pork. 
And I hope the Greeks feel the same way too. <laughs> there goes Slovakia for <laughs> you. I hope the Greeks feel the same way. But she's like, but I'm Greek. Like, oh, <laughs> All right. no Slovakia for you. <laughs> no Slovakia, just rice. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for life. <laughs> for life. That's all you eat. All right. So I think I think we covered some pretty good topics. Yeah. It seems like we focus a lot on racism, but I feel like it's a good way for us to to make public know that racism is still relevant. And the, these two topics that we talked about are yeah. prime examples of that. So in another thing too, being racist is one thing. The second thing is being judgmental. Yeah. I think those either run parallel or yeah. they hold hands. Totally. And I think we may not be entirely racist. I think everyone is sort of racist. But you and I are definitely judgmental. For sure. So the example that happened earlier today, like our challenge maybe this week can be like, how can we be less? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that'll entail, really. Just catch yourself. Yeah. Try and catch yourself. We we did catch ourselves. Yeah. Maybe too little, too late. I don't know. Did I said you? thank you right at yeah. the end there because I appreciated it. Yeah. We okay. weren't like totally retorted though. Well, we were like kind of spooked. Like we, there's we just, a we lady. We kind of turned around and we were like ready to dismiss her. Yeah. No, it was. I, I know I was. I'll be honest. I was ready to dismiss her. I was Me like, too. no change. Bye. I wasn't thinking of a change thing. I thought she was just a crazy lady thing. Like, I don't know why she's saying someone's waving at us. There's no one behind us waving at us. Like, she looked yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's just something. Just catch yourself. Yeah, we can try yeah, to do. I like that challenge because our last challenge was to watch a movie. <laughs> fail. Yeah, that, was a, that was a fail. That so, was a let's, fail. See, let's see how we do with this challenge. Okay. This is episode five, so it's a big episode. It's a huge episode. So we should make sure that we 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 uh we stick to it. Okay. Um, if we do not get to the movie, mm-hmm. we both have Netflix, and there's <laughs> this new um show with Allison Brie from Community. Okay. Uh, it's called Glow. Is that about the female wrestlers? Yeah, <laughs> it looks fun. I didn't. I haven't seen anything past what I saw, and then I saw like her Instagram, and she was like donned in the the, the wrestling Libre. makeup. Yeah, yeah and I thought she's really funny. She's really fun, and um, I enjoy watching her. Yeah. So maybe that's something we can watch. I think there could be things we can discuss. Sure. Um, but as per usual, how do we end a podcast? We start with the beef and we finish it off with a recommendation. Yes. So what's your beef? My beef and recommendation is the same. <laughs> kind of the same. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. You probably noticed Poke Galore in yeah. the city. Okay. Just like everywhere. Just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's like boom, boom, everywhere. There's a Pokerito. There's Hook. There's... Poke um, Poke. Poke Poke. Pacific Poke. Poke Time. <laughs> yeah. Um, poke Guy. Poke like guy. It was just like a plethora of Poke. And Poke Puns. Poke Puns. <laughs> poke. So um, I made a comment of this... Maybe maybe it was to you. There's this no, it was my friend Matthew. On Hornby bike lane, Nelson, that corner is like Japanese central. It's like when Starbucks was on every corner on right. Robson on and Thurlow, yeah. like that area. This is Poke Central. Okay. On Hornby, there's um the Pokerito. This is their second location. Okay. Next to it, right next door, is Hooked. Okay. Across the street, so it's like Wall Center. Not the okay, wall, center. wall Center. Yeah, so it's like Kitty Corner, just like right across from it. There is Goo. Yeah. That other Japanese where you can grill stuff. Gyokaku. Yeah. 
and then the Hawaiian cafe. Right. Or Honolulu cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honolulu cafe isn't. That's like Japanese. It's, it's Hawaiian. A, it's but what do you think poke is? Poke is Hawaiian. Okay. okay. Um. So yeah. So it's like that corner is like fine Hawaiian Japanese, okay, which yeah. is like Japanese yeah. people live in Hawaii. Tomato, tomato. Potato, patoodle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that is my pet peeve. Like, why does that corner need just that? Another poke spot. Two poke spots. A fucking Japanese. Two Japanese restaurants in that corner, and then a Hawaiian restaurant. Yeah. Do you think it's like centralized? Ethnic, but why do we need targeting? it? Yeah. But why? I don't understand it. Because people just want a piece of the pie. Piece of the pie. So you have to be like next door neighbors to the pie. <laughs> to his pie. Yeah. And then to her pie. Yeah. And that guy's pie. Yeah, exactly. That like made me so mad. I saw Pocorito. Like they started putting the thing up. And then um, just like the vinyl stuff, like yeah. coming soon. That hook place used to be a waffle place. And as they were putting their vinyl up, they like jumped on board. And they're like, we're going to open up way faster than this place, which they did. And then boom. This Maybe they're like, all owned by one guy. And this guy's like, ha 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 ha. Exactly. I've done it again. You think you're getting variety when in fact. You are not. Mm mm mm. There has to be some logic behind that. It's just, it seems so ridiculous It to could be me. some, like, commercial real estate developers that are just like, listen, the next big spot, this area, Japanese, <laughs> poke, it's, it's the greatest thing. The it's kids all the love rage. it. <laughs> and they're like, me, 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 yeah, me. exactly. So. Um, so that's my beef. Okay. It's like, why the fuck do we need any more of this? My recommendation is worth trying. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're right? <laughs> so the Poke yes. I've tried. It okay. is a little bit gimmicky. This is like just a giant poke bowl in seaweed wrap. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, it's basically a fancy cone. It's a sashimi and rice with sauce. Yeah. And then some vegetables. Yeah. It's, um, it's good. Though. Don't get me wrong. I like it. Oh, me too. I like it a lot. And Poke is pretty good. Yeah. And you know who is there today? As a celebrity? Yes. Uh, Gerald was there. My cousin Gerald was there when he was ordering food. They were right in front of him. Give me one hint. Morning show. And it's always like her and somebody else. Regis Philbert. It's her. Kathy Gifford. No. Oh my gosh. No. That's like 1990 (laughs) when they had the show. What's her name? Yeah. Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Kathy Lee Gifford and Regis Philbert. Yeah. That's crazy. Both of them were there? Um, no, it was just oh. uh, Kelly Ripa, her husband, and their kids. Because yeah. um, he is in the show Riverdale, I oh. think. In Riverdale's film chair? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm, now you know. Have you watched all of Riverdale? Um, I think I'm like four episodes in. Got it. Um, Everybody's like, it's so good. It's so good. Is it's it? like um, Gossip Girl-ish. Yeah. So it's nothing like the comic books. Yeah. And it's just like... But like, it's based on the characters. It's based though. on the character. But it's their not based names on the names are the... Like Jughead? Jughead is not even Jughead. Jughead's like not even funny. He's not. But goofy. his name is Jughead. His name is Jughead. So they took the names of the characters and like the they whole live idea. in Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, it's like a high school. But student. it's more serious. It's not like more serious. Goofy. There's a murder that happens. Yeah. Like no murders happen in is the Archie comic. Is Archie hot book. in this comic? No, no. I didn't think he was that hot. Anyways, is I was he a redhead t- in the in the show? I think so. Because re- Archie's redhead, right? Archie's and redhead, has and he has freckles. Yeah, yeah. Betty loves him. <laughs> um, and I think Betty likes him in this one too. Oh. But I always had a thing for Veronica. 
oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've always had to think for she's so mean yeah uh no who's the other guy he's like a bully reggie oh reggie is that any moose no there's no no moose is the dumb one <laughs> he's like the beef head anyways so that's my recommendation and my beef cool tied together great i'm trying to think of beasts right now but i can't really think i know because you're in love (laughs) (laughs) love is in the air life is beautiful (laughs) i love the sunshine summer no um i don't know if it's a beef per se but it's kind of similar to your baseball story in a sense Mm. so i went to like just a little house rooftop drinks at my friend's place yeah and i noticed it but i didn't say much about it okay but i know how i know how you feel how you're saying like you feel uncomfortable yeah about when it was all white people so I, when i went there it was all white people there too <laughs> like fun. white white kind of hipster people right mm. and so we're all sitting there and then i was like yeah this is fun right i'm enjoying it and then we were just talking about uh, i can't remember how that conversation came up but all of a sudden uh, were they like isn't it great to be white? <laughs> and then you're like, uncomfortable. <laughs> it was just it was, kidding. It was more like I was a token Asian guy. Like oh. they, they kind of alluded to that. Like I was the only Asian guy, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'm the token Asian guy then. And they I all love that joke. But then they kind of laughed awkwardly, and I kind of felt uncomfortable after that. Oh, because they they know it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I just don't like that. It's something that you even have to like bring up. Or even have to, like, put a joke in just yeah. to, like, lighten the situation. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Sorry, it's not a beef, but it's just, like, that popped up in my head that I wanted to share. Yeah. And I guess I'm going to share it now. So, yeah, it was it was a fun night. We were just hanging out on our rooftop overlooking the mountains in downtown. Oh, yeah. And it was nice, but that one moment definitely stood out for me where I was just, like, I knew I wasn't comfortable being yeah. the only Asian person there. But I put it, put it aside and just didn't think about it. And then when they brought it up, I was like, okay, so I wasn't tripping. Yeah, no, you're not. Everybody else noticed too that I was the only Asian guy there. And so while I'm trying to be, I don't want to just be friends with Asian people because I don't think I want to just pigeon my hole into one race and associate with one race. But in those situations, it kind of makes me want to. Just so I feel like I belong. You You know what I mean? It's a sense of belonging. And when you bring that shit up, it kind of makes me wonder, okay, so do you feel like I don't fit in then? Yeah. Why would you even bother bringing it up? So anyways, yeah, that's kind of my beef about that. Um, but going back to like just having like Asian friends, yeah. there is that level of understanding without having to say like, am I right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like giving them, giving you or him the side eye or like saying like, yeah, I like get you. Totally. And I think being gay and being Asian, there's always that question of whether or not you fit in. So yeah, that's kind of my beef and my love is recommendation recommendation you can tell me my love <laughs> no love. my love for Vancouver <laughs> recommendation is bike rides mm-hmm. i know i think i brought it up before but i went on uh the ubc bike loop yeah oh my god so beautiful so like, nice you bike past spanish banks you bike through rec beach yeah if you want to get to know vancouver and see how scenic it is get on a fucking bike especially now that it's summer this is the perfect opportunity oh to. totally and we've got such great bike lanes too totally. like i feel safe once you understand how there. the bike lanes work and where to look out for bike lanes it biking through the city is not so hard amazing. at all totally so, do you bike to work every day too yeah i do yeah well when too. it's sunny i'm a fair weather biker i'm not gonna bike when it's cloudy and dark or if it's rainy but i'll bike when the sun's out cloudy you don't yeah. like to bike where it's cloudy. no because then i think it's gonna rain <laughs> and then therefore okay. i don't want to bike in the rain that's you 
realizing historically that when it's cloudy, it will rain. <laughs> yeah. Even when the forecast says like 20% or 30%. It's still a high percentage. When it's 30%, rain. I was like, oh, that's a high percent. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's gonna, gonna rain. rain. It's gonna it's rain. It's gonna rain. Yeah, totally. Totally. So that's my recommendation is... Yeah. Those are really good recommendations. Like, like um, yeah, so I guess... That I guess that's podcast number five, Cinco, Cinco de podcast episode. <laughs> Ooh, very good Spanish. Yeah. Espanol. <laughs> okay, so I hope we sounded more intelligent in this episode. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't say like as much. Me too. Um, and I guess from now on we'll be taking it seriously. And by episode six, the challenge is to have a real podcast name. Whoa. Strong words, strong yes. words. So okay. we'll see. We'll see what we come with on episode six. Okay, it may be cool ranch <laughs> at the end of all of this. I'm down with that. Me too. All right. Until Did next it. time. Okay. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.